Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I seen a redneck kick a skunk right in his butthole once. <laughs> did he? Did he fart out? It's like he tried to, but he got like he it plugged got, it in the yeah, boot. He plugged him. Yeah, <laughs> and so only his boot got stunked. And throw them boots away. He had boot stink, <laughs> but he averted the stink sack is he, what it's called. He the stink av- sack. He averted the larger yeah. full stink yeah. <laughs> by kicking it in its stink spot. <laughs> Sainted happened. Okay, so, so I'm not was that your cousin Skeeter or whatever. I actually think it was my cousin, uh, not Skeeter. I think it was my, Kenny Ray. Get your mustache straight. Yeah, Fight right. to the importance. Hello, Airheads. Back Hello. here in the Airstream, Airstream Studios. I'm Trey Crowder. That's I'm Corey Ryan Forrest. Oh, I yes. lost it immediately. No, you're doing fine, love. All right. We're back here for another edition of Putting On Airs. Putting On Airs, the podcast wherein two hillbilly dipshits talk about... And I went Australian there. Uh, it's easy to do. It is. It's easy to like mix up the accents, you know, because they all sound sort of the same. I mean, right. they don't, but it's like they, if you got a bunch of them, do. if you got a bunch of them in your head, it's easy to slip in and out of. Yeah, them, especially right. Australian, it feels like it slips in wherever you go, and then yeah, you switch course. it to you know English and without meaning to, and all that. But so yeah, here we are. Uh, this so y'all know by this point we record these in batches. Uh, the nature of the way we do it. This is the first episode of the batch we're filming now. What that means is when y'all see this, you won't be in the distant future, mm-hmm. which is the way we've been doing it. No, no, no. You will be in the not too distant future. It means like I might actually remember this episode when we're listening to it That's next week good for point. Clear in the Air. That's another good point. Do you have anything like uh, topical or current to say <laughs> that you think will still be you topical in two really, weeks? This, How about them gas prices, huh? You That's know what? wild. This really sucks because when I was heading Earth up here. still don't hit in two <laughs> weeks, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, for sure. We could yeah. do a bunch of evergreen shit there. Yeah. I saw um, a British tabloid magazine that I almost bought because it had some current, like, Harry Harry Meghan drama. And I was like, well, by the time we talk about it, you know, it's going to be, this will be over. And I really wish that I had of now. There's apparently some sort of, uh, uh, no, with, with William's kid and william and kate right george george little georgie yeah there's a little f- georgie paul <laughs> there's a bit of kerfuffle with georgie what's georgie doing i thought no i didn't buy the rag <laughs> <laughs> I have no there's idea. tabloid drama about the, the baby eight-year-old yeah, or whatever it russ look up tabloid drama about babies george, well, i don't think king just george. any baby yeah king george future king george future prince king george. george yeah yeah prince george is he the duke or something 
probably. Yeah. It's wild to have an eight-year-old Duke. Duke. You know yeah. what I mean? He's got like his own peasants and oh, shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. He can have them killed. He ain't got probably. a chance to not be a piece of shit. No, and that's actually... That's a very that's going to be very relevant to what we're talking about tonight, which I guess we can go ahead and say a little bit later. We'll have some other fun first, but a little bit later. Me doing my thing uh, where the Venn diagram overlaps. Still fancy, going strong. Fancy people and trash people. Tonight, it will be not working. Uh, <laughs> both pretty big fans of it, uh, you know, in it's measures. Not calling either of them lazy. Well, I might be calling one of them lazy. I'm not saying poor people are lazy. We'll get into it. It'll be fun. No, but some of them are. Of course, yeah. And that's, there and are that's some people point. who are poor because they're lazy. Yes. But it's being, not the epidemic that the rich people think that it believe. is yeah absolutely uh and then professor cho will educate us on the subject of what is it the black plague that's topical isn't that it is well, yeah the actually, black death it's a bit late at this it's point still, hey, we got monkeypox. no you're right there's a yeah, new plague we're good it'd be a new plague dude i'm worried about that as soon as that last plague went over the way it did yeah you knew they weren't gonna stop Sequel. putting out plagues <laughs> yeah, i know this sequel's gonna be something else it's gonna be a whole franchise of plagues this one's different though because like you can see it you know what I mean? Like with COVID, you could have COVID and be walking around, but if you got monkeypox, people are gonna be like, "Motherfucker, this guy's got monkeypox." You just had the last plague. I did have the last plague. Did I just it? got over it. That's why we're you know up against the wall recording these fucking episodes. No, it did not hit. <laughs> it sucked. Plague don't hit. No plague don't hit. And I'll get into that more later. We were on record <laughs> yeah. as saying this camera, that camera, and that camera. Plague does not hit. Past, present, future. Plagues do not hit. Not for them. Ain't never been a plague that hit. Mm-mm. Plagues, Hitler, uh, vegan hot dogs, 9-11. Yeah, in yeah. that order. In that- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it didn't hit. I'm still, like, I'm fine. I'm not sick anymore, but I definitely feel like I still have, like, the COVID brain or whatever. And as you can tell, yeah, yeah. as soon as I did, that, I was like, oh, yeah, and I'm a little out of breath. And normally that wouldn't like phase me. But like I actually am in pretty good shape right now. So like I hadn't been not breathing good. And now I'm not not breathing good. I'm not. No, You're I'm not, not, not breathing good. Right. Yeah. You're not 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 breathing good. Yeah. So I really yeah. noticed it. I was like, because, dude, when when pandemic first happened and they started talking about COVID, I was like, holy shit. All the symptoms of COVID, I just walk around with all day. My head constantly hurts because I'm hungover. Uh, I've got allergies, so I'm sniffling. Can't breathe? Check. The only thing I got is I arguably Dumb. taste too hit. much. Yeah, yeah. My brain don't hit. All yeah. that. So I didn't think it really affected me, but now that I'm an in in more in shape person, yeah, the breathing really fucked me up, dude. Like you kept the, your taste though. Taste is fine. Was and, that the thing you were absolutely the most terrified about? Trey, dude, I swear to God, you I would have. I would rather me, be dog. I would already know because I felt the same way. If like, they told me, I'm not kidding. I know this is going to sound. Everybody's going to be like, "You're full of shit." If they told me at the beginning of COVID, if they were like, "Okay." You will have absolutely no symptoms except for you'll lose your taste. But other than that, you'll be fine. Or roll the dice. Or you'll keep your taste and go. But on you'll the be on a ventilator on for a ventilator, two weeks. Yeah. I'll be like, do I live? They're like, we right. don't know. I'd be like, click clack, roll yeah, them. I can't. It's tomato season, dog. Dad you know what I mean? Like, new, I can't have that shit. That needs a new pair of hot pockets. But no, baby. but but the breath thing, man. Like I like two days after I stopped feeling sick, and I thought, okay, I'm good to go. I went outside to do a cameo, which you can get by the way at uh, cameo.com/slash Corey Ryan Forster, and uh, I went full buttercream. For like 30 seconds and saw stars almost passed out in my yard and laid on my couch completely breathless for like, I don't know, three hours. That ain't it. That ain't it. But it could taste. Yeah. Tasted real good. 
So, all right, want to bullshit around a little bit first. Uh, I'm sorry that I don't recall who, but one of our intrepid airheads out there sent us an email and told us that we should look up the fact that in Victorian era England, fancy people, according to this person, used to keep hobos as pets <laughs> which we which, said ain't that just slaves, that's just slaves right? it's well, it's like slaves with less work it's like yeah right slaves slave but you don't make them work yeah right it's like that's my slave what's he do he just lays, he just lays there he just hits for me i give him wine and he hits it's <laughs> yeah. kind of like a jester yeah right sort of yeah it's like much. an updated version of a jester except like instead of like farting on a goose he <laughs> screams at your child presumably about whatever made- the most recent war was <laughs> have you made that ghost farting joke before uh i'd said it to you when you you were, you told me you were thinking about writing a script about a jester with yeah. you as the jester yeah and i was like and you said you wanted to include a lot of like political intrigue like uh uh like you know in the what's the fucking word for the all the court the, the court. court yeah yeah like in, i still want to do that intrigue of the court yeah and I, you were like you know almost game of thrones level intrigue but also i'm a jester and i was like yeah you know i could see like two dukes plotting a war while you fart on a goose <laughs> yeah. and how that would hit uh so and i was like yeah. did i already share the document with I, you i had it in my back pocket yeah anyway i regret to inform you and if uh, whichever airhead you are, you see this, you're gonna know it's you. You can, if you have particular links, you can send them to us, and we'll cover it on clearing the airs. But I could not find it. I googled pet slave <laughs> bum, fucking hobo dog person, Victorian kind of slave, yeah, Victorian Arab wino in the house. Like I couldn't. Now is I this find is this it. different than the garden hermit? Garden hermit. Yeah, there was something we talked about in one of the podcasts where rich people have some, like, basically homeless guy living in their garden. We've talked about this? Yeah. Is that what that is? Garden hermit? That looks like a gnome. Well, goddamn, if I... Oh, yeah, that's like a... Ornamental... Oh! Where hermits oh. encouraged to live in purpose-built hermitages. Follies that's where the word grot- hermitage comes from? Like, where Andrew Jackson lived is like... A house for a fucking hermit, woods weirdo. Did he live at the place called the Hermitage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Andrew Jackson. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't find nothing. So, but what I did find on accident while I was looking for uh, information on pet homeless people in Victorian era England was an article about uh, the other types of pets that became trendy. In Victorian era England, they weren't content with your simple dog and cat situation, or even not. or even a parrot. Uh, they had to get a little little weirder with it, and so there's a list of animals that became pets in Victoria era England. First item, can I, can I guess? I'd love for you to, especially the first item on this list. Okay, I wanted to go with skunk, but I don't think they would know how to de-stink them back then. I don't think they knew how to de-stink them. Okay, you so can de-stink you them. You can, and they apparently I make heard, great pets. They're like a dog and a cat. Like, no, you just cut stink, stink, <laughs> butt, <laughs> stink butt. The stink the pouch. Stink pa- the stink gland. Yeah, yeah the stink yeah. pouch. You got a stink ball and <laughs> yeah. near his butt. You cut the stink ball out and take <laughs> away the one defense God gave them, and then they make a wonderful pet. Have you ever been skunked? You seem like you would have been skunked. No, I figured. I, it wasn't like full bore skunk, 
but a skunking had just happened, and I walked near where the skunking happened. So like it was when we enough got maced get, in Fargo. Yes, it was exactly like when we got maced in Fargo. And I got enough of the skunk on me, but, like, it did come off. But, like, I've never been full-on hit in the face with a skunk. I know people that have, and shoot. Recently, I was at a, one of my solo shows, go to TreyCrowder.com, get tickets. And uh, I, it's a, it was at a mall. And so it's a mall parking lot. And I'm walking back to my hotel, which is across the parking lot from the mall. And it's empty. It's, like, 11 o'clock at night. And I hear something scurrying around, and I look, and fucking two feet away Ooh. from me was a goddamn skunk looking at me like, oh, shit. Yeah, right. You know, and I freaked the fuck You'd out. You'd have to cancel the shows the next yeah, day. Yeah, dude, he didn't, but he he spared me for Ooh. whatever reason. You lucky dog. Yeah, I seen a redneck kick a skunk right in his butthole once. <laughs> did he Did he fart out? It's like he tried to, but he got like- He it plugged got, it in the yeah, boot. Yeah, he plugged it. Yeah. And so only his boot got stunked. And throw them boots away. Yeah, boot stank. <laughs> but he averted the stink sack is he, what it's called. He the stink sack. He averted the larger yeah. full stank <laughs> by kicking it in its stank spot. <laughs> Saint it happened. Okay, so, eyes. so I'm not was that your cousin Skeeter or whatever. I actually think it was my cousin, uh, not Skeeter. I think it was my, Kenny Ray. So my I'm cousin not, Kenny Ray. I'm not going to guess skunk. Obviously, wild pets. Um, let's see. The first one is exceedingly relevant. Peacock? Squirrels. Ah, squirrels. How about that? Vicious little fucks that they are. They have no love in their heart at all. Wild squirrels were frequently caught and kept as pets in Victorian times. Uh, A.C. Pridham remarked in the book Domestic Pets, Their Habits and Treatment, it does seem strange that such a shy, wildwood creature should ever submit to be made a pet, still more that it should quickly become so very much at home, as one generally finds pet squirrels are with such fond, winning, playful ways of their own that we cannot choose but to give them the petting in which they take such delight. That's right, they love them. Soulless. <laughs> Utterly soulless, but no, they uh, they were like, <laughs> but they didn't have like pet shops and shit. I guess maybe they had pet shops, but you couldn't get a squirrel at a pet shop. And like the like the rule of thumb was to go out and catch a baby squirrel. Yeah, it's right. Like if you Raise want a, pet, if you own, want a yeah. pet squirrel, you need to go find a baby yeah. and steal it yeah. and then put it in a cage and make a hit, right? Yeah. Apparently, there were squirrel mongers. Uh, <laughs> not not like full-time squirrel mongers. Yeah, right. But you can find a, a squirrel. squirrel mongering on the side. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> side hustles, I, deal, I dabble in squirrels. <laughs> But you can find a squirrel man, right? Like right. somebody tells like, I, I got a squirrel man. Go I, got down, you, yeah. I go down there and holler at the squirrel man, throw a fucking rock at his window or whatever. But this was <laughs> this was advised against because oftentimes uh they would dope the squirrels up on laudanum, oh, which like, you know was a big Z- deal yeah, back squirrels then. Annex, Opie, yeah. yeah, squirrels annex, yeah. And uh in order to make them like you know easily handleable, yeah, yeah right. and to sell them to people, but yeah, then they got give a then, squirrel lane, they'll they, do whatever you want. Exactly. <laughs> so they give them squirrel lane, and then give them <laughs> give them to a little fucking duchess or whatever. Yeah. This squirrel's they, just tongues hanging out. And then they get to squirrel home, and it fucking sobers up and loses its <laughs> shit, starts yeah. fucking tearing everything up, <laughs> shitting all over the place. Or more often, it says it says in here. 
buyers are warned not to accept a dopey squirrel as it was likely <laughs> hopped up on laudanum and would soon expire. Right. So it, it would just withdraw died. from, yeah, right. It's the OD. It just OD'd. Here's an OD'd squirrel. Not get it Because somebody it's had like, to be like, how much laudanum do we give a squirrel? Will he, will he wake soon, mommy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking a long nap, and it sure is. And squirrel's just like X's on its eyes. His breath smells like daddy's. Yeah, and then the dad has to like surreptitiously just throw it out a window or whatever <laughs> to its dog. The squirrel yeah. escaped. <laughs> uh, so they used to keep them in little cages with like fucking you know a wheel to run around in and all this stuff, uh, which didn't hit for some people. It says that you know. The harmless festive squirrel has in its wild state about as joyous a life as any other creature in the world, and it is a matter of wonder that anyone who truly cared for such a pet could have evolved the painfully cramped cages <laughs> with that miserable attempt at a playground, the maddening little wheel. Uh, and so instead, he advised, that was a squirrel lover. I, instead, I he advised that squirrels are happiest with a mate in a large cage with moss and branches and all that shit. Yeah, give it around. room to fuck. Sometimes pet squirrels were allowed to roam free in the house, making use of the furnishings. And he's like, "Isn't it lovely having the rodents?" About? <laughs> the rodents in the parlor, <laughs> the smoking room, rodents everywhere. Uh, yeah. So, all right. You got any other guesses about what you think might be on? Okay. This list? So I said you peacock. ain't never gonna guess the second one in a million fucking years. All I right. think. Okay. Is it along the same line as squirrels? Kind of, I guess. Maybe in at least a couple of ways, but like in the fact that it's a soulless wild animal. Yeah. Exactly. A baby deer. Badgers. <laughs> That ain't it. No. Dude, I always thought badgers They'll fuck you fuck up. Fuck you up. Yeah, dude. They got them. You know, you know honey badger don't give a shit. No, you yeah. Now, those are different, badgers. right? A honey well, badger and a badger are different. Well, first of all, yes, that's true. But according according to this, the badgers they got ain't assholes like the badgers we got. Really? That's what it says. It says they do not have the vicious reputation of the North American badger. Because a badger and a beaver are two different things, mm -hmm. obviously. Because a beaver is not... I feel like I could see having a beaver. You know what I mean? Like, beavers just... Especially if you got, like, a bunch of leeks and shit. Oh, He'll take care of that real quick. fucking great, man. I know that... that Tweet. One, that tweet. Oh, that my was, God. Yeah. What it say? It goes, uh, I, I just love thinking about the fact that beavers look at running water and just it's go, like, absolutely, absolutely not. not. <laughs> this cannot stand. But in another book about wild pets in Victorian England, it says, it's a very interesting pet with many quaint and curious habits, remarkably like those of a bear on a smaller scale. That's what it's you like, want. I don't think you want A that. tiny bear. Just a little but grown bear, yeah, like I a mean, bear cub, maybe. But if you just took like a grown ass bear and shrunk it down to badger size, I don't want that in my house. No, like, eat your fucking squirrel and your kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they was wild, dude. It also the book. Advised, I just realized I've never seen a badger, like in, in person. person I yeah, no, either. I haven't. I, I was haven't thinking either. I had, but it's like no, I've definitely never seen that. Like the only time I ever see a badger is like on you know Wisconsin's fucking mascot. Yeah, go or badgers. Yeah, go badgers. Uh, <laughs> You slipped into the Chihuahua Jay. accent. That's what you did. You started the Wisconsin accent. and then went Chihuahua. Like, go Badgers! That's what you just did. I sure did. So this book also oh, advised that fun. you uh, feed the Badgers dried fruit, and one, dried fruit and whatnot, and also the odd treat of a wasp's nest full of larvae. 
Oh my God. Because everybody's got those lying around. Now you got to go find a fucking wasp, wasp nest. Wasp nest with all so the fucking. So you've got a mini bear in your house and you're like, you know what? This needs some wasps. Oh, yeah. Let's go get a wasp's nest. Yeah. I don't like saying the word wasps. Wasp nest is giving me a lot of wasp trouble nest. too. Wasp nest. Yeah. It sounds like you're lisping. There's too many like S's close together. Wasp nest. I don't like a bunch of S's close together. I don't together. like a bunch of S's close together. Keep them separated. That's like a southern gentleman. Yeah. I got no business with wasps. Number three on the list. Scroll down there, Russ, because I like this picture. Sorry for anybody who's just listening. Another one you wouldn't guess. Oh, owls. No, owls. Look at that. Oh, it's like. I present my owl. You think, <laughs> think that hits for that owl? Oh, oh, but but big boy got owls. From Outcast fame? Yeah. You know he has owls? Is that he a, has pet owls? No. Is that a yeah. hood thing? Yeah. Owls? He, is that he has owls. Thing? Yeah, yeah, Like some, uh, so I heard somebody talk about it on a podcast that he's got owls. And then apparently not that long ago, somebody just who lived in the Atlanta area and knew where Big Boy lived, just strolled up to his house, knocked on the door and they were like, yo, I'm trying to see Big Boy. <laughs> and Big Boy comes to the door and the dude's like, hey, motherfucker, I know you got owls. And he's like, yeah. And so Big Boy just takes him down, shows him the owls, and goes, now get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> but, like, yeah, he's got owls. i seen in a video with him and 2 Chains. Like, he's just got owls. Owls for di- owls on owls, owls on, on owls, owls dog. Owls, yeah, buddy. Got stacks of owls. Yeah, he sure does. That's pretty baller. It is I baller. I suppose. Yeah. So, yeah, about the owls, it says the biggest downside to them was their nocturnal habits. They're nocturnal creatures. Yeah, right. It was like, so, but They're you, up all night shitting everywhere. Right. It's like, but you can get around that because you can't wake them up. It says... Now, although at first, to wake the owl will be found rather a tedious business, and to keep it awake, still more difficult. But a present of a mouse, small bird, or large beetle will generally rouse it and cause it to remain awake for some little time. It's like, you gotta get, you gotta go catch all these other right. things. Which an owl normally would do if you just let it be an owl. But if you gotta keep an owl, it's like, now you gotta go catch beetles and yeah. fucking mice and all a this shit. A large beetle? How big of a fucking beetle makes up for a squirrel? No shit. The, like, that's a big Squirrel's at beetle. least like 25 beetles. Yeah. Checks out. 25 beetles for sure. <laughs> How many horses was a dog? How many dogs was a horse? 15. 15 dogs yeah. was 15 a horse. 15 big dogs was a horse. Horses, 15 dogs? Yep. Horses, 15 dogs, so... I don't know. I think that'd be 15 little dogs. Yeah, you're probably right. Big, yeah, big, big, big dogs, dog, big. Big, uh, big, big dogs, dogs big, are big. Big dog is big. I think, uh, so how many beetles was a dog, we said? We didn't do beetle dog. Beetle to squirrel. How many beetles? We said about 25 beetles is and a squirrel. And I would say. How many squirrels are a dog? Big dog? How many beetles? Let's or stick little with dog. the little dog. Five squirrels. Five squirrels is a little Seven dog. squirrels. So 25. Seven times 25. 25 beetles. So 150. Okay, you doing it. Well, where's the seven come from? You know, it's we seven dogs. Not, we seven seven squirrels is one dog. I thought you said five. I did at first, but then I changed it to seven. So okay. seven squirrels is one little so dog. So 175. 175. 175 beetles is a dog. Yep. And 15, I can't do that. Yeah, so 15, Russ, 15 times 175? Yeah. Look that up. Look that up. <laughs> <laughs> I really I need to know. I need to know how many beetles uh, is a horse. Did you look it up? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, God damn it. 15, yes! 15 times 175. Uh-huh. So a horse is roughly 2,625 beetles. Checks out. Yeah. Well, somebody had to work it out. I'm saying. Uh, we did it right here on this program. So number four is ravens. Ooh, seems dangerous. Ill advised. Yeah, I have right. seen uh, people that train ravens, and apparently they have a really, really good memory. 
and they'll Ravens are like real smart, I reckon. Yeah, they'll figure out puzzles. Like I mm-hmm. saw this one video, and it was like a. I mean, it was like a puzzle that if it was on the SAT, I'd have had problems with it. I also seen a raven tell a guy, fuck you once. Saw on that. YouTube you video. You sent that to me. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, same, Imagine that happening. You're just on a park bench and a bird uh-huh. lands and goes, fuck you. Dude, I'm out. Imagine I'm that. Especially a raven. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm out, dude. Same raven I saw smoke a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Ravens are like the uncles of the fucking bird fuck world. You. Yeah. Smoking cigarette or the French. Right? Yeah, like the, the fr- French yeah. was like, fuck you. <laughs> I give a beat to the hour. <laughs> All right. And then number five is jackdaws, which jackdaws are basically. What the fuck is that? It's basically just a raven. Oh, okay. Pretty much another type of black bird. Number six, you might be able to guess. Okay. Because they're very, like, a lot of people have tried to make them pets. They do seem like they'd hit to have a pet, but also not hit to have a pet. Big? Mm, yeah. Medium? I, they're How many beetles? If a horse is 2,600 beetles, I'd say the type of these we're talking about probably probably 400 beetles. Donkey. <laughs> monkey. <laughs> oh, monkey. Yeah, duh, 400. 400, you 400 said. 400 beetles, yeah. yeah. Monkey about 400 beetles. Yeah, 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 we're not talking about a gorilla. Yeah, right. A monkey. Monkey, like a little chimp? Yeah. Which so, are they're different? So apparently there's an entire book from 1888 uh, by Arthur Patterson called Notes on Pet Monkeys and How to Manage Them. And it the Caesar inc- Milan of his day. And it includes tips on uh, how to give them a suitably simian name. Simian. Like monkey. Yeah, monkey. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So a name suitable for a simian. These are the recommendations he gives. Feel it all over the place to me. There's Bully. Peggy, <laughs> Mike, Mike and Peggy, Mike, Mike and Peggy yeah. the monkeys, Mike, Peter, yeah, I could see that, Jacko, no, that's a good mon- yeah. monkey name, Jacko, Jacko, yeah, Jimmy, Demon, no, Demon, Barney, Tommy, Dulcimer, no, Uncle, Ain't Dulcimer, uh, uh, instrument, Uncle or Nips. Nips is fine. Nips. Nips the monkey. So that's a good monkey name. Yeah, I don't right. know about Peter. I but... think Peggy's great. Yeah. How about Kevin? Yeah, Kevin. I wanted to name a dog Kevin one time. In the book, it says, anyone who undertakes to keep one of this family as a pet must be prepared for somewhat unlooked for developments. Mm-mm. The capacity for mischief and insatiable curiosity are things that have to be reckoned with. They throw like, poop at you. Yeah, they fucking monkeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, the furniture of an apartment need not be expensive. Poles, ropes, bars, and swings are what the monkeys will appreciate more than chairs or sofas. Yeah, no shit. Don't worry about furnishing your apartment with chairs and stuff. The larger monkeys should not be given as much freedom as their smaller brethren, for should one of them embark upon a tour of destruction or given free reign to his impish wickedness, mm. it would be a serious matter to restore order. Says next time you take a monkey out, give him a savory morsel like a date or an apple, and sympathize with it, and then you are sworn friends from that time on. Yeah, because monkeys are strong, real strong. As Chappelle As Joe said, Rogan is often stated, yeah, and Chappelle rip your dick off. Yeah, rip your dick off, throw it in the tall grass, never to be seen again. That Punisher comic you're reading, yes. had a monkey do it. Yes, it did, and I, which I just assumed was a nod to the Chappelle joke because that comic came out around the same time. But yeah, they will uh, fuck you. That one bitch went on Oprah. Or something. Got her face at. Face at. Yeah. Ate her face. Pet monkey at her face. Her face. Like her pet. 
A monkey she knows. That don't hit. No, that don't hit. Strange monkey eating your face is one thing. You remember that but from a monkey, Oprah? You look. Yeah, well, dude, that was more than Oprah. That yeah, was like well, a, that was more than Oprah. You're that was right. like a headline. Dude, fucking bitch got her face up. <laughs> <laughs> but Oprah, got her face yeah. up by her own monkey. Yeah, I know. Her own monkey. Again, that's the thing here. That was her own monkey. Like, Yeah, but either Siegfried or Roy got his throat up by his own tiger. Yeah, but they was fucking with him. All the time. She was probably fucking with that monkey. That's true. You don't just get a monkey to be like, what's up? No, like, you're fucking, if you get a monkey, you're going to fuck fucking with it. throw it around. Why yeah. even have a monkey if you ain't going to fuck with Juggle, it? Juggle, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. All right. You're right. She might have been fucking it, too. That's true. You never know. This episode is brought to you by Car Shield, who makes it easy and affordable to protect my car from expensive repairs. And that's just for starters. Car Shield is the number one auto protection company in the U.S. and offers protection plans for around 100 bucks a month. The plans cover more parts than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 miles or, like mine, 150,000 miles. Either way, let us tell you how simple it is to get your car fixed. When you need a repair, you choose the mechanic. We've all got our guy, right? You choose the mechanic you want, and CarShield's administrators handle the rest. That's it. You don't have to deal with the paperwork or the headaches. You're completely taken care of. Same goes if your car breaks down you're stuck on the side of the road. Plans through CarShield also include coast-to-coast roadside assistance. Car Shield administrators are there for you with rental car options and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. That's zero extra cost. So get coverage today and you'll lock in your price now and it will never go up. That means as long as you own your car, no matter how old it is, you're protected from the rising cost of parts and repairs for your vehicle. Car Shield helps protect our wallets from expensive car repairs, and they'll do the same for you. Go to carshield.com slash podcast to start your plan and lock in your pricing forever. Forever. That's carshield.com slash podcast. A deductible may apply. All right, so moving into my thing, fancy people, poor people alike, trash people, rather. Not just poor. We talk about trash specifically. Fancy people and trash alike, they both love not working. Love it. Love it. Now, fancy people, they, I feel like they really, first of all, it's They like, like to call what they're doing work. What, exactly. But it's that's not. What, that's what I was going to say. They talk a lot about how much they work, but also there's a difference, you know, there's like generational fancy, like the fancy that first becomes fancy- they work more of than course. the next level of yeah, fancy. Right. The next level of fancy don't work worth a damn. No, but generation we, after that maybe because their but parents before we get were. Into them, even the fancy people that like love to talk about how much they work and stuff, like doing what? Right. Like they go to like a three-hour dinner yeah. with potential investors. Wet they just lunch. sit there drinking, talking about titties and stuff. They're on the golf course making deals. Right. And it's like, oh, I worked 13 hours today. And yeah, it's right. like you was hitting for most of that. Because like their work is like getting their already existing money to work for them. Right. So Which they don't even really need or have to do. Right. Because yeah, a whole but, bunch of money just makes money on its own. But like, so... I think we've talked about this a decent amount. Um, I work a lot, but like I enjoy the work that I'm doing. Like it's making funny videos and yada, yada, yada. So I'm never going to look at like a fucking coal miner and be like, I hear you. I put in 14 hours today too. And with these motherfuckers, like, it's they even, do. it's a, yeah, but it's, and it's even worse for them because like they, like you said, they don't even have to, I still at least have to be doing these fucking videos and shit, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, they're, just, they're on the golf course for four hours and they're like, 
hard day out there telling Steve where to put my money tomorrow. So I found this quote in an article about this exact thing that said, the more obviously one's work benefits other people, the less money one is likely to be paid for it. Say that again. The more obviously your work benefits other people, yep. the less money you're likely to be paid to do it. So basically like garbage man, right. plumber, shit like that. People that like do shit yeah, right. for people. Actual labor, yeah. Like get paid. They call it unskilled labor. Right. Right, but like hedge fund managers and shit. And there was a thing in there, it's like a pilot study, just like a survey basically, where they asked all these hedge fund managers like, you know, if we woke up tomorrow and there were no garbage men, no sanitation workers, and also no hedge fund managers, which would be the bigger deal? And of course, all these guys were like, the they were like, you can just replace those other guys. Yeah, right. Like, that's not a big deal. Somebody will pick our shit up. Yeah. But who's, who's going to fund the hedge? these oil futures? Yeah, right. yeah who's going to fund the hedge? <laughs> these billionaires got hedges, got to be funded. <laughs> you can't just do that. If I'm not here tomorrow, what's going to happen? Their hedge will go unfunded. They yeah. can't have that shit. Uh, but yeah, but so... Oh, we've always had a problem with that, that the term unskilled labor or whatever, because mm. it's like, well, then you fucking do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, but again, that's like, so the first generation wealthy is more what we're talking about there. But when you talk about that Like kids, Cornelius Vanderbilt came from nothing and started the empire, but then... You know, George, his son, didn't have to do that. But even that motherfucker, and Bill Burr talked about this on Conan, but like even those dudes, when they get to a certain level, it's like most of what they do is just tell other people to do stuff. Yeah, that's true. Like, you know what would hit? If you did that, figured out how to make this phone levitate, Phew, better I, clock I, out. I want it by Friday. Yeah, right. Yeah, I got to hit the golf course. Yeah, right. And then these people slave away trying to figure it out and then get no credit for it. Right. And he makes another $3 billion or whatever. But um, but they kids, though, and of course, we're painting with a broad brush here. That's fine. Uh, it's not all of them, but the children of the ultra-wealthy uh, tend to be pretty damn sorry mm -hmm. and just love not working. Uh, apparently a lot of them have the, they're not, they're not motivated because yeah, why, right. would, why they would they be? be? It's like, why? And honestly, dude, it's like, shit. No, I get why it. Why would you work? Why would you? Right. But they talk, they, they're like, why go to, why go to college? Why work at all? It's like, right. my parents already made everything hit. Right. So like, why shouldn't I there are the just hit? There are the random ones that like you see where it's like, they know there's no reason for me to waste my time trying to make money because I have plenty. So they will like dedicate their life to charity or whatever. And like, to me, that's great. Like if you so even that I had that on I had that on here, but uh, since you brought it up, I always thought it was funny when you read about like wealthy dynasties and stuff. There's always at least a couple of the kids who's like career is listed as being philanthropist. Yeah, right. Which I always thought was funny because yeah. it's just like what, that means I have money and I give it away. Like, yeah, right. I professionally throw, throw money, money away. At things. Yeah. yeah, I'm a professional but, money thrower. But it is better that they do it, that because than if else, they if they if, like because like in that situation if I've got this person it's like they just sit there with a the phone somebody's like hey you want to give these kids money it's like it, yeah. yeah 
which are they black? No, <laughs> but but yeah. I'm saying like I would rather if there's somebody who like their money's already taken care of for the rest of their life. Some of them might be like, but I still want to work and feel like I earn my keep. They're taking a job from somebody who needs it, so I would rather them just do the charity thing. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like sure. to me, I don't want you to work because you're taking a job away from somebody. Sure, but yeah, a lot of them they don't get up to much of shit. So uh, there's an entire Instagram account about devoted. It's, it's called something there. It's Rich kids of Instagram is the one that I found. No, I meant like I meant one. like second generation of wealthy. It's, There's probably a few of them, I guess. Yeah, but Russ, if you go into POI Doc and pull up this Instagram account, I look at Monkey. Click around on here a little bit, comment on it. Um, but yeah, it's just dedicated to these uh, sorry ass scions of generational wealth. So yeah, I didn't scroll through this too much. This rich kids of Instagram account, but there was a couple of them. Uh, Russ, right there where you just were. Go back. Yeah. Ooh. So you know, it's a lot of thoughts and fancy yeah, right. cars. Thought is that. that hoe over there. Right? It is. Okay. I'm it a is, fan of that. I believe that's the preferred nomenclature. Yeah. Uh, up, <laughs> up, Russ. Mm -hmm. uh, the middle mm -hmm. one, right in the middle. Up, Oops, no, sorry. no, no, right in the middle with the red car and the right that there. dude. So, like, you got a lot of shit like this. This dude don't look like a kid to me, but watch. No, he doesn't. Watch this. Yeah. He's pouring champagne or rosé or something oh, into yeah. the gas tank of his Ferrari. Well, that ain't it. And then into the uh, wine glass of his thought. So, I presumably to prove, hey, this ain't oh, yeah. gas. It's whatever right. else. So, it's just like. I'm ruining this car. Yeah, exactly. Because I can. Because I hit. Yeah, right. Y'all don't hit. Would you like to have this car? Too bad. I rent it because I hit. Dude, uh, fuck that guy. Yeah, right. Well, a lot of them that be that way. That car is so sweet, and though. The other, yeah, yeah. The other one is right beside it. And so, Russ, this page right, right here right is someone right finds one. these and aggregates them. I think so. Watch this guy. Rich but unhappy, poor but happy. He chooses rich but unhappy, and then the whole rest of it is just him crying on a private jet <laughs> right. and him being sad, him being sad awesome. in front of his Rolls Royce. I think that is. Yeah. <laughs> Kick it. Look, yeah. look how upset he is in his private bar. That's a bummer. And it's like, so yeah. I. It's just the trash DNA that I yeah. have. Now, this dude, that's like you know, it's a joke. He's making this for the yeah, gram a pretty whatever. tasteless one, but yeah, pro right. But I'm saying it's like. A lot of them, like you read about these rich kids and how they're unmotivated and they don't want to do shit. And it's like they have all these problems because their daddy is always working. He's never around and they have no purpose in life and yeah, all this right. stuff. And then they're sad like this guy is. And I just cannot help but be like, okay. <laughs> Go to therapy. I don't care even a little <laughs> bit, really. <laughs> Like, you can be sad in front of your Rolls Royce. Of course. You can be sad on your private jet. That hits harder than being sad in coach, which I often oh, am. So, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fucking, I just can't find it in my heart to, to feel too much uh, empathy for them. And I don't know if that makes me an asshole or what. They're I mean, I feel, people, Cho. I feel empathy for anyone who's going through it sad-wise or whatever. Mm. But, like, yeah. you know, go to therapy. You can afford the best one. Or, like... You, you we're in a, a future episode i'm going to talk about rehab yeah and also drugs and this whole thing we're talking about now will come up a lot in that about rich kids and drugs That's and rehab and the car, shit dog. they have the shit they have access to you know but like rich kids the ones that are motivated you can find purpose though like just, right well so on that note it's just if you do find purpose 
you will have a massive advantage over oh, anyone else who's yeah, right. in the field that you're trying to fuck with. Because in entertainment, as one example, we know there's plenty of people who, like, they do hit, they hit at what they do, whether they're a comedian or an actor or whatever. But, like, when you come from a situation like this, you, you can be allowed. a lot of steps. Well, you can be allowed to just be like, I'm an actor now, yeah, even right. when you ain't. Right. Because you don't have to work at Guitar Center right. to afford to audition every day while you're being an actor right like you can just do that out the gate because you don't need to have a job yeah, of which gives you a massive leg up on all the people that have to wait tables and all that shit while they're also doing it yeah and yeah i mean i know dudes like i, I know some dudes like that and uh again so that's what i'm saying is like still like go find your purpose like you don't just have to cry in front of the lamborghini or whatever but I guess to his point, it would hit harder to cry in front of a Lamborghini. Sure. That, but in that right. video, though, it was happy but poor. So it right. wouldn't be crying in front of an old rusted truck. It would be being in an old rusted truck like, this is the best shit ever. And frankly, I mean, I don't know if people truly know the difference between sad and happy. Like if you're actually depressed or whatever. But I would definitely take happy and poor. I, th I don't know. Right. And I don't know I if that guy know. was saying, like, if you this are happy, is just poor situation, or if he was saying, I choose this. Right, yeah. He was like, P happy, but poor. Poor don't, 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 hit, don't right. hit. I'll take being sad on the jet, yeah, in which case, he, like, hey, all right. And you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, happy hits harder than sad, but not quite to the degree that rich hits harder than poor. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like rich hits harder than poor so, so much, much harder yeah. than happy. Hits harder like, than again, sad. If you got, I think Drew used to have a bit where he was like, uh, money won't solve all my problems, but if I had money, I'd have time to work on them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like if you're rich and sad, you can go see somebody about the sad. Right. So there's so all these rich people got all these sorry ass kids, right? On account of they made them sorry yeah, right. by lavishing them with fucking, you know, monkey pets and, and yeah. monkey pets and stuff and not ever making them work for nothing. But now they sorry. So a lot of rich right a lot of rich people are starts like become a thing. There a lot of them are disinheriting their kids. Just taking away all their shit. Not most of them not entirely, so it's like it's, but a lot of them are like giving away massive chunks of the fortune to other right. people and being like, my kid can have 5%. That's, that's still like $300 million. Yeah, right, right. So like, they're going to be fine, but it's their way of like pushing back on it or right. whatever. They're going to be like, yeah, they Make don't want you work to for it. Yeah. The, the thing you've never had to know how to do your yeah. entire life. <laughs> but hey, at least it's something. And I don't know if that's the full impetus for all these billionaires been talking about giving their fortune away and stuff. But if it is, I hope they have a bunch more sorry ass kids. You know yeah, what I mean? No shit. Fucking... Throw some our way. Right. I'd like for us to have like an actual studio and shit. And as far as poor people not working, it's like that uh, that famous quote, office space. quote from <laughs> Office Space. It's like, you don't need a million dollars to do nothing, but it's like, well, take my cousin. He's broke. Don't do broke, shit. Broke. Don't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. Like we, we've all known those people that, you know, the Everybody's... types of trash that just don't, you know, first of all, you draw a check. You know, drawing a check hits. Yeah. Like, and a lot of people draw checks, draw checks for legitimate reasons. Absolutely. We've written all about it. But there's also plenty of people who exist who just, you know, got on that tip, you know. Dude. And made it hit. But drawing a check is what's up. That's like, that's like the, 
the hookup. Trying up. version of winning the lottery. Yeah, right. Getting that get, check. Getting that check. Drawing a check. My mama draws a check. Always has. Loves I mean, it. Hits for her. Having a sorry <laughs> brother-in-law is like the cliche. You know what I mean? Just like having a whore sister or whatever in the South. But like, yeah, we all, like, I know, I know more poor people who ain't lazy for sure. But we all know that one person that is like the stereotype for what everybody thinks, you know, fucking poor people are. We're like, they are genuinely like that whole like uh, poor but happy. They do choose that. Like some of them do. They're like, I don't want to do shit. I don't care if that means I don't have nothing and my kids ain't got nothing. I don't want to do a goddamn thing. I want to find out if this was if you heard the same shit that I did, when it comes to those people that you're talking about, they drew a check, but in Salina, it was always, no matter what was going on with them, it was always a one specific type of check in Salina. Back, back pain? No, crazy, check. Like, crazy check? Crazy check. Crazy check. It yeah, was always a crazy, a crazy yeah, check. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, what's he doing? Then he'd draw titties. Oh, he did. <laughs> First he draw a crazy check, then I'll draw titties. Titty with his poop. I'm an artist. Yeah. <laughs> I do a lot of drawing. But yeah, it was never just they draw a check. Like, they draw a crazy, crazy check, check, specifically. And that's my uncle earned it, his, Which buddy. is funny, because it's like, that's just the catch-all for, you know... Whatever you convince the government, your brain don't hit. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> My brain don't hit to such a degree. I need a check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna need to put me up. Yeah, but yeah, no. My uncle drew a crazy check, and again, sincerely earned it. But yeah, that's that's a big one because like. The thing about my uncle was like I understand people whose brains don't hit in mm. the words we're not supposed to say way. You know what I mean? R word? R word way. And well, they yeah. and they get a check and it's like yes because they can't take care of themselves. My uncle wasn't they his get an R word check. Yeah, they get R word check. That's different from a crazy check. My probably. uncle wasn't R word. He was just a fucking lunatic. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? And he I think to them they were just like We'd rather him just stay at home. Right. You know what I mean? If he could just stay at home, that'd be great. So we're just going to give you, you know, this check. Yeah. Me and my uncle aren't that much different. I feel like I qualify. For a crazy check? I feel like you there's get a, a crazy check. I feel like there's a lot of people I know that were like, you should just give him money to stay at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That'd be all right. Put me in a, um, what's that thing Britney Spears was in? Conservatory. Conservatorship. Yeah, right. Yeah, I need to be in one of the Conservatory them. is like... Conservatory is like where stars are. You look at stars. Is it? <laughs> no, that's no. an observatory. Yes. Yeah. Conservatory is like where trees classical are. Classical music. Yeah, right. no, that's... Classical an, music is? Pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. But a conservatorship... Conservatorship is what Britney Spears is on, which is what I probably need to be on. That and I kind of yeah. am, actually, now that I think about it, because... <laughs> no, for what? real. I don't know... <laughs> even close to the amount of money that I have. I'm not kidding. Right. Dude, I couldn't even guess. It could be a lot. We could be really... Well, we're not struggling because if we were struggling, Amber always gives me the don't get those shoes. I was going to say, you would know if you had no money. Yeah, that's true. I would know if I had no money. But Amber handles all of our finances and she just kind of lets me do my thing. That's kind of a conservatorship, right? I feel like Like pretty much just being married, right? She don't tell me what I can and can't do with the money, but if she wanted to, she could freeze my account, and I'm not kidding, I don't even know what bank to go to to get the (laughs) money back. I have no fucking idea. Like, if she just froze my account right now, I would have to convince her to unfreeze it. I have no authority whatsoever. 
Yeah, so we just found out live on the show that Corey's kind of in a conservatorship. conservatorship. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that Margot Robbie? Yeah. So conservatory is both a college for the study of classical music, but also a room with a glass roof and walls attached to a house used as a greenhouse or sun parlor. Which so you could see where, stars where through. trees is at. I said trees. And I said I stars. I you don't keep trees in a greenhouse. I knew it was plants. Yeah, right. Anyway, it's both. All right, so we need to move on to okay. Professor Cho, and thus we can do so. So whenever you're ready, buddy, let's get into it. We'll be back right after this. Psst. Who's going to take care of your family if something happens to you? What would they do without your income? If you don't have a plan, you need to go to GoliathLife.com. Get a quick quote for more than 20 carriers. You don't even have to leave the house. If you need a medical exam, they'll send somebody to your house or office. You're in total control. You pick the rates, you pick the payments, you pick the terms, you're in total control, but it gives you and your family peace of mind. What if something happens to your income? Hurry to GoliathLife.com. Are you feeling stuck making minimum payments on your credit card debt? Savewithconrad.com can help, and you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? Get rid of your credit card debt and lower your monthly payments right now at SaveWithConrad.com. everybody let's do it it's time once again for history of professor Cho on the subject of the black plague okay. trey where are you at on plagues they don't hit no I've they don't hit it. so the black plague what i know about it is uh ring around the rosies about it and uh is a bunch of fleas on rats asses made a whole bunch of people cough to death back in the day go ahead i know the fleas on the ass part is true was ring around the rosie about the black plague I thought it was. Because here's the thing. I, the there's two pocket di- full of posies. You need the posies because you smell all the dead corpses and stuff. Which but don't see, there was two plagues, and I thought that the Black Plague was the one that was around when Henry VIII was around, but that's not the Black Plague. That was the uh, sweating plague or the sweating something or whatever. This one actually was from 1347 to 1350. Okay. And that's what fucked me up because... Well, either way, I just thought that... Ring Around the Rosie might be about that one, but I'm saying there's two, like the, the one that I thought it was is not this one, is what I'm saying, the Black Death or whatever, because in my mind I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to talk about this, and I'm also going to bring up that old fact of how uh, when Sha- when the, the plague was going around, Shakespeare closed his theater down for three years, and they literally had, you know, kind of similar stuff to our pandemic or whatever, but then I was like, wait, 1347 to 1350, holy shit, this is the OG plague, this is like the fucking yeah. first black death and it killed like a third of the people in europe or something like dude, that dude right? a third of the people in europe there's a lot of conflicting numbers that are going around yeah, so they wasn't good with numbers back then horrible with numbers because yeah. they didn't know how many motherfuckers there were no like you, our census they now, just had found out about triangles and stuff they dude, didn't know shit our, our census now barely hits like there's no way that their census was good but this was the bubonic plague uh, and it's called the bubonic plague because them little little stinky pus filled balls that they get on them, mm-hmm. those was called bubos, right? So that's where they get their names. The victims of this particular plague, like I said, this was in uh, 1347 to 1350. I can't imagine that back then even not having a plague would be fun to be alive, but they didn't know shit about medicine. Uh, they, so victims at the end, it was called doing a, what was it? Oh, this is a fucking funny name. 
It was called something the the, the sick dance or the ah son of a bitch. Oh yeah, the dance macabre. All mm -hmm. right, because at the end they would get so sick that they just kind of D A N S E. No, no, dance. the dance. Like no, a, no, but I've seen it spelled with an S before. It wasn't an S one, but the dance, because at the end, they would just start going, Ugh, yeah. and then they just fall the fuck out, right? So with this one, it was pretty much, it laid dormant for two days, and then on day four, you were dead. Some of the reports are like that it killed a third of Europe, 25 million people. Eventually, though, it ends up taking out 50 million people, 13% of like the global population or some shit like that. It also is the reason that the Roman Empire stopped hitting at the time. Like one of the one of the I didn't know that either. I thought they just got beat, which they did by the plague, by the plague, because they did their their numbers were down and shit like that. You know, what I mean, it hit all over Europe except for Poland, Sweden, Belgium. And nobody knows, like they didn't have like one case in those areas and nobody really knows uh, why. They had all the rats. The, yeah, maybe. You know how Poland be. <laughs> Do I? I Rat-wise? Yeah, no, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> but yes. No, that's wild. Maybe they just had stuff figured out better. And I wonder like, what did they think about the plague and how it worked? They're just like. Dude, get I mean, the stank out. What, stank makes plague. You've made you've made this joke a lot of times, but like I think a lot of them thought it was ghosts in their blood mm -hmm. because like I'm reading about this plague and shit, and I'm like, oh, that sounds like because it hit Egypt. Like Egypt was like ravaged by this plague, and I'm like, is that the same shit that they wrote about in the Bible? That was uh, when was it Moses? Yeah, it was Moses. And then there was all the, the, the Pharaoh shit and the, and the locust, and then and there was a plague that. and stuff. I'm like, was it just this? And so they like, so I would say, especially because they didn't know shit about wasn't all them plagues. Yeah, like in the Bible, didn't they call them all plagues? Yeah, a everything plague was locust, a plague. A plague of yeah frogs. Was there frogs? The I don't know if they called it a. There was frogs. They dropped. Look at that. That's like did the ten that's plagues as far as. Water turned to blood. Go, frogs that's fine. That bad. No, that was always the funny one you to me as a kick kid. Some frogs out of boils? Hell, you can eat them. Plague of boils. That don't. Yeah, right. Yeah, plague of frogs. You're like, fucking. It must be our birthday. So it got so bad that they didn't know what to do with all these fucking dead bodies, and like their religion was so that they were like, we, we got so many dead bodies, we can't give them all a proper burial. And back then they thought like. I think there's still some people that believe this. They're like, even if you lived a perfectly good life, if somehow we fuck up your burial, you don't go to heaven. So the Pope went and consecrated the Rome River. Like he blessed the river or whatever. So throw and, they them all were, in there. and they were just chunking you the fucking the, bodies. Yeah, you take the corpse wagon over to the fucking uh, Hell River yeah. or Heaven River, yeah, I yeah. guess, as it were. And just, and just dump, dump them, them in there, there yeah, and right. then they're good to go. But you yeah. like go through the town every morning and be like, here comes the corpse wagon. It's like, Oh, oh, it stank. Did we get our corpses out of here? <laughs> Did we miss the corpse, man? God oh, damn it. They, they don't run on Tuesdays right, anymore? Yeah, I, thought the the cor I thought it was corpse man day. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with all these corpses. So miss the corpse, man. Fuck, it's garbage day. i got to put my trash out anyway. Go ahead. I'm glad we thought about that. So there's a lot of speculation as to where the plague may have started. A lot of people say Asia. 
Uh, oh yeah, Wuhan specifically. No, I fucking swear way. to God, Shut I swear to God, mouth. I swear to God. They blame them for the rat plague. They, they blame them for the rat plague too. So these look like China rats to me. Some people say that it was originally believed to have started in Mongolia, though it's thought of to have existed in Asia before this, uh, possibly originating on the Silk Road. Right. Yeah, right. So you'd get boils all over you that were black and they were like burn blisters and they'd get all over your glands Dude, and your balls. Imagine I know. If our present day play was like that was something like well, that. Well monkeypox. Imagine how much crazier that yeah. shit would have been. I mean like, I do think, you think people would have been as fucking no, cavalier about the whole I, goddamn thing I wanted if it to made bring you that, like puss up and your skin explode and all that? I wanted to bring that up because I mentioned it earlier in the first segment of like, you know, with monkeypox, like you can at least see it or whatever. Like, with this shit right here, number one, people were dropping in four days. There wasn't no—you didn't make it to the goddamn ventilator. But, like, yeah, man, like, if COVID looked like this, there's no fucking—well, they're still idiots. But, like, there'd be way less people that were like, it's a hoax. It's fake. Because, like, again— By the way, that's a funny sketch also for you guys. Those guys in the Black Plague, like— We've thought I'm about not- that before. Yeah, we need to do that. So, no, they would get— they would get like pus balls, like on their nut sacks and all their glands. Oh God! Damn. They would like nut with, pus. Nut oh, pus. Within four days, they would start off like looking like an acorn, and then they would get the size of goose eggs. The boils. The boils, bro. Fuck. And that. then and then they would pop, and they would stank. <laughs> Yeah, they'd pop and they'd stink. Imagine the stink. You know it didn't not stink anyway before the plague. Right, right. Now all of a sudden you got exploding pus boils on every peasant in the land. Like just, imagine the just stink. Absolute stink. Stunk then, up the rivers. Then you'd puke blood and die. Uh, they would have right before they died. Not only was they doing the crazy dance, but they would have like walking fever dreams. So like their fever was so intense that they would just like kind of run around like zombies and just like maraud. Is that the word? Yeah. Maraud. Zombies do be marauding. <laughs> yeah, they would maraud. Did you also know that the bubonic plague is still around? I didn't know that. Yeah, but it's like not a big deal today, right? Seven people in the United States get it every year. Right, but like so, we, also we can treat it. And we can treat now, it, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We right. can treat it now, but like it's you know it's it's still it's still. I still don't want no nut pus. I do not want. I don't no care goddamn if I nut. got a nut pus pill. I'd rather not have to take it. And there was actually three. The Black Death consisted of three strains, so you know, kind of sim- kind of similar to what we got going on. And bubonic. Was, How the fuck did they know that back then? I though? don't know. I get. I think. Like, I oh think man, they his now, nut pus is green. I think that's the, different from the yellow nut well, pus so, rat butt plague. So, so the difference is there was a pneumonic and a septicemic strain, and pneumonic means it gets in your lungs. Yeah, right. And septicemic means it gets in your blood. Again, I don't know how these people were figuring that out. This might be something that we know we Cutting know later. Open, dude. Because of me, like they're fucking <laughs> frogs. But the bubonic was actually the weakest of the three. And one of the big reasons why like the bubonic play, even if it like if it came out today fresh. It wouldn't fuck us up as much because a lot of the reason because <laughs> we know how germs work well, and we, fucking we, it, medicine. A lot and shit, of it was malnutrition. We like, wouldn't be fucking just throwing salt on their boils <laughs> and fucking <laughs> ca- casting their ashes onto flames. Well, and even stuff, aside fucking. from that, it was just that these people were so goddamn malnourished that like they're you know right. they're and this thing like the way it worked was like I don't understand. I've been eating me. Rats. <laughs> and me duck cabbage. I mean, eating me duck cabbage, just like the doctor said. Well, it would like, so the this plague was like sneaky as fuck because, so when, you know, when you get sick, 
your immune system kicks in and your white blood cells start fighting stuff. But this plague is sneaky and it could like juke your white blood cells. Yeah, it'd be like Barry Sanders. You yeah. know what I mean? Just like bubonic plague was the Barry Sanders of plagues. Been saying it, except for he did hit. Right. And bubonic plague did not hit. So. Like I said, it gets in your blood, you start pussing out stuff, then your blood pressure drops and your body can't hang on to the nutrients, so you go into septic shock and die and all that shit. Now, again, on the origins of where this came from, there's a lot of archaeological digs and science and stuff like that that now believe that it originated in Turkestan, more specifically some tiny villages amongst... Turkestan. Was that a thing then? Is that a thing now? I know they got a bunch of a stands, and I know they got Turk, you know Turkey... What? They got turkey. I was listening to this. That sounds like something your uncle, uncle would, would say it's over in Turkestan. Turkestan. Yeah, down there. I might have heard that wrong. And R- in- Rush, look up Turkestan, and uh, some tiny village. I think there's Turkmenistan. Maybe that was it. I was writing all this on the plane, yeah. So it's possible that I got it wrong. Wherever, wherever the Isik Kul River is, because they found a bunch of mass graves there. There, there is a Turkestan. Boom. In the present day. Wow, but goddamn. There you go. Historical Wait, region. The first question is, is Turkestan a real country? It says historical. Yeah, Central Asia. It says a historical region in Central Asia. Yeah, so it was Turkestan then. It's Kazakhstan now. Gotcha. There you go. All right. Uh, so they found a bunch of mass graves there and found some documents. What? They ain't have words back That's then. That's what I said. I was like, Mitch, they don't have words. But they were talking about basically like how they all died. And this was around the time right before the Black Plague in the Europe part or whatever. So they're like, oh, guess it came from there. You know, not Wuhan. But they also say that it's very possible that this plague started from just one, a single flea on a rat. So like the rat get the plague. The flea bite the rat. And then the rat dies, but the flea don't die. So the flea's like, fuck, I need another host. So it just crawls up into some peasant pussy. Yeah, yeah. pussy. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> and bites it, and then it goes straight into the bloodstream. And uh, and again, like I said, a lot of people thought it was the Lord. And here... The, but, but it originated with the fleas on the rat butt. Mm-hmm. But, like, they pass it to each other, right? Yeah. Okay, it didn't just only cut. They no, 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 so no. It was. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was airborne. You although only I bet got it, it from fleas. I don't think like, so. I think it was airborne too. Like right. it, dude. It would have had to be the way that it spread. Like there's no way that fucking two hundred I mean, fleas be biting peasant pussy. Exactly. I mean. You know that. You know have just lousy with fleas back then. Dude, so Italy got hit particularly hard. Like seventy five. This is talking about the Roman ship. Seventy five percent of motherfuckers in Italy. What? Gone. 75%. 75%. Now, again, I'm with you. Crazy. I'm with you in that, like, I don't necessarily trust their numbers that much, but, like, that's what it says here. That's a spicy meat to ball. Right that there. is a spicy meat to ball. Uh, uh, fuck, where's that fact that I wanted, wanted? Oh, so there's a lot of things about to hit. Uh, is that right? Yeah. So there's a lot less people, which means there's now a lot more land, mm-hmm. right? So land prices plummeted, 
but wages actually went now up. Now it's only one half-filled sack of coins. <laughs> yeah, right. Is, you know what I mean? That so, you throw at the person yeah. who previously owned so, it. That ought to cover it. So, the, know? <laughs> so and it's funny because I do feel and like... also a donkey. The, it, just, like, just like nowadays, the only thing the rich people cared about is because it made the housing market crash, yeah. right? So the housing market crashes, but like because there's less people, but the same amount of work and stuff, like wages went up. So a lot of peasants were actually able to get land for Three the first time. Three bowls of gruel. <laughs> what do you say about that, peasants? They're like, well, so, things are looking up. So sure, <laughs> two thirds of my family's dead. So a of lot nut pus, <laughs> but I get three bowls of gruel. <laughs> Pretty sweet on this farm, riddled with fleas. <laughs> so, so, so. Anyways, peasants. Peasants were having a, a, the ones that didn't die. Obviously, like I'd say with anything, this probably affected peasants more because they're out with the fleas, mm-hmm. you know, and the rich people could. Also, I mean, they're more malnourished. And right. All that and, shit. and I like, again, I know with the second plague, don't have. like Henry the Eighth, like the rich people, like when they quarantine, they can easily just quarantine. They don't have to worry about it. They're like, but yeah, they we knew, got... They knew enough, even though they didn't understand how it all worked, they knew enough to like stay the fuck away from yes. the play. Yeah, like they yes. were, yeah, right. They were they like... Were like he got it, and then he coughed on him, and then he got it. I don't want him to cough on me. I think that I'm not going to let him cough on me. I'm surprised it didn't just like set them all on fire. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, they did a little bit. Set, of that. No, no, that was reserved only for women who knew math. So apparently, a bunch of the Mongolian motherfuckers—you know how they are—wild, wild. So they was at a wall. They was at. Is wall. this when they were hidden? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is pretty sweet right here. That You can tell why they hit. This ingenuity is absolutely unbelievable. So they had some of their soldiers add up with the plague, and they was trying to fight these other motherfuckers over there across this wall. What do you think they did? Through the catapulted them. They catapulted the, yeah. plague-riddled soldiers yeah. in the first recorded instance of, uh, uh, what's the warfare called? Siege? No, uh, not not nuclear, but uh, biological biological warfare. Yeah. The first instance of biological warfare was them just getting fucking Randy son, right, Randy <laughs> son, <laughs> yeah. and fucking catapulting him over yeah. the goddamn wall and just hoping that. And I mean, I'm sure it fucking worked. Uh, here's the thing, though. Funny they there too. It's like you know what they're saying now will really help with that nut pus plague you got. <laughs> Sit in that big wooden scoop right there. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, just right there. One second, we'll be. We'll She'll right cut back. this rope real quick. Yeah, Don't we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now I, there's two sides to every story. Uh, now I want to talk about how much the plague hit. All right. There are a lot of people smarter than me, could just end the sentence there. There are a lot of people smarter than me that posit that. There would the plague is what brought on the Renaissance, right? And the reason that they say that is because so these are my words jumbled up. Some they say that they started Renaissance because there was an economic crisis, right? Businesses were crumbling, and since no one was buying anything, no one was making anything, and thus money lenders had nobody to do business with, and like everything was shut down, right? Everything. And so nobody had nothing to do except for drink their asses off from tavern to tavern and create art and shit like that. You know what I mean? So like 
basically they because they all thought they were going to die. Everybody thought this is it. It's just a matter of time before. Might it, as well paint a fresco. That's what I, I wrote in here. Fuck work. Let's drink and paint babies with their dicks out. Yeah, right. Yeah, but exactly. like they were doing that. They were like, we're all going to die. So we need to live like there's no tomorrow. And they start fucking painting and like. Petrarch, who was the founder of humanism, a lot of his humanistic ideologies and stuff came out of the plague. And so, like, that's that's why that is. He <laughs> he had a bunch of friends die in the plague, and then he sat on a rock and was like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He's like, we're going to do something. I think stuff about this. I think this. stuff about this. Everybody, this is stuff I think about this. I goddamn you what he thinks about that stuff. Yeah, and so, like, that that's the thing. And, like, to a smaller degree, I hit harder now because of the pandemic i didn't have nothing to do but sit around and create shit and i came up with the but i'm just saying i get it from a fundamental level you you get people scared and you get them like their fight or flight kicks in well this happened to a fucking everyone and who just happened to be living at this time motherfucking leonardo da vinci mm-hmm. right so once all the money kind of starts coming back around and everything kind of opens back up, the nobility in the church had like been fighting over all the land that everybody had like died and not, they weren't their land no more. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like your landed gentry motherfuckers are buying up this and then the church is buying up this. And so they've got like this like uh pissing contest going on of like, who are we really going to let the church be more powerful than us? And the church is like, God damn it, we're the church. Of course, we're going to be more powerful than you. So they had, uh, what was the fuck? They had, they had what was called a patronage war, where they both wanted to prove that they were more powerful. Like the church was trying to stick it to the rich aristocrats, and the rich aristocrats were trying to stick it to the church. So they had a patronage war, and uh, they start the the way that they proved how much harder they hit was by buying fancy shit. And this is why they started commissioning. Leonardo da Vinci to paint the fucking Sistine mm. Chapel and all that motherfucking stuff. That was Michelangelo. You know what I mean. Yeah. Same thing. Mm-hmm. And so, this fucking guy. And so, <laughs> so it started an artisanal bidding war for dudes like Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, and I just found out, by the way, that there's a difference between an artist and an artisan. So, okay. uh, an artist artisan is some... makes jellies at the farmer's market. Kind of. It, an artist is someone who will paint you a picture. An artisan is a dude who can kind of do it all. Okay. Like, he's a guy who, like, any type of anything you need done, this motherfucker can do it. You want sculpt? I got you a guy. Paint? Same fucking guy. It's like a jack of all trades. So, Da Vinci was considered more of an artisan. Uh, oh, and also, because there were less workers, they were forced to put their heads together and uh, invent better farming equipment, which kind of made a mini industrial revolution right after this shit. So, oh, yeah, and uh, uh, Islam started hitting, uh, and they were trying to take so, over... The- you know, <laughs> uh, it's this is Just actually kidding. this is no, no, but this is actually how Islam kind of popped because they had been trying to take over some motherfuckers for a long time. And then once the plague wiped out half the motherfuckers they were trying to take over, they were able to uh, take over the Vis- thanks, God. Yeah, right. Allah. The Vestinian uh, Empire. Uh, and I think that's all I got on the plague. I'm so glad that I didn't forget the uh, the fucking the catapulted thing. So I'm still up. Uh, to say this, I still think plague don't hit. Right. But like, I I never even once made the connection of like the Renaissance and like I'm, it, a, I don't think that we're in a type of Renaissance no, right now. I was about to say it's, the it's funny to me because like our plague, I feel like objectively made us Dumber. so much worse. But I'm saying this wasn't like society, but, but it wasn't immediate though. 
you know, it probably wasn't immediate, but like, I'm just on a person, on a micro level, I think that they I had, was dumb. Plague made them smart. We was kind of smart. Plague made us dumb. That's true. I had my own renaissance during the plague. Sure. But look around, baby. No, I hear you. We but, don't hit. But yeah, that's the bubonic plague. You, uh, you. Do you not feel like after this plague that you're like, man, we're just so much dumb fuckier than I thought we were? Yeah. You immediately made me realize what I said was stupid, for sure. Well, I mean that this plague ain't that plague. This plague ain't that plague. So like that it was, don't it don't negate nothing you said about that plague. Right, but I, I just don't. Would that have ever crossed your mind like the Renaissance here. happened because of a terrible thing? Because of course, to have a Renaissance, a thing must have not hit first. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess in my head it was always just like things never hit, and, and now they're they like, let's make a hit. Yeah, right. But no, it was everybody. <laughs> Everybody was just like cooped up in taverns drinking, waiting on the sweet release of death. And by sweet release, I mean fucking dick pus and and the splody skin and the and then dance death dance. Yeah. yeah, and then scare everybody. Don't hit. No, the plague uh, did not hit. No. And that's all I know about it. Plague don't hit. We've always said it. That's true. No. Right. Well, hell, that does it. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, thank y'all for listening to this or watching this week's episode of Putting On Airs. Remember to like, subscribe, download, tell all your friends. And enjoy. Oh, yeah. This enjoy clearing. of clearing airs right here. There you go. I've done one, forgot two, what three, we're supposed four, to do. One, two, three, four. Royalty and rednecks are alike. They both like cutting and picking fights. Biscuits and baked beans where they don't belong. Sit on down with Corey and Trey and learn some fancy shit today. We'll laugh a little even when they're wrong. They'll take you to a magical place where if you call someone a cut, nobody cares. They keep it debonair at putting on airs, putting on airs, putting on airs, putting on airs. Hey, Trey. Hi, Joe. What's up? Not much, buddy. Just chilling. Uh, this week, uh, you know, normally I try to wear some fancy stuff on this show, but I believe I left me Peaky Blonde's hat at your house, didn't I? You did. I noticed that, and I thought to myself, there's no way he meant to do that. No, of course not. But uh, I figured, well, I was like, well, I don't have anything fancy at my house, but I will wear my Shakespeare sweatshirt and the... Um, and the uh, uh, whiskey hat that I got at the Dow Winnie uh, whiskey distillery that we visited while we was out there in Dow England. Winnie, so, hey, yeah, yeah, Scottish so, Highlands it was. Yeah, so I'm counting it. I'm fancied up. The fanciest sweatshirt I own, at least. I ain't even had a shower today. <laughs> well, at. it's on. And I did it's only work like, out, too. Rode the yeah. bike. Then stank. Just let, let the sweat dry sitting in my stank the whole time. So, yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. That's how fancy I am. I've already had yeah. two showers. Yeah, that checks out. Uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I just had a bunch of shit going on back to back, but I do that anyway, which is probably wild to people. I try to. The, the that you stank? Yeah, I guess maybe it's, it's not that wild to them. No, I, no, I, no uh, it, it's, it, it's wild to me. Why? Just sit in I'm your trash. own stank. Yeah, no, I know you're trash. That's true. You are trash, and I guess that is how trash end up stinking because they sit in their own stank. Uh-huh. But I just can't go on with my day. Like I don't, I can't. Well, first off, you know me. Even if I wake up clean, I still I can't start my day or even have any energy without a shower. But like, dude, 
if I'd worked out and was sweaty, that I there's no way I could do any other activity before I cleanse myself. It's uh, it's kind of an act of self-flagellation now that I think about it because <laughs> it's like I uh, which checks out also I think because it's almost like the shower is sort of like the carrot that I hold out in front of myself for uh, continuing to get things. I wake up in the morning. And I have an idea of the things I need to get done by a certain time, generally by the right. time the boys get out of school. And the very first thing always is work out. That's the first thing that always happens. Right. So I work out, and then I've got this list of things I need to get done. Well, I like to just go straight into them and, and get my stuff done. And then when it's all over with, I take a real hitting shower, and it's like I've gotten my shit done. Also, now I'm cleaning. I feel good, and I hit and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's just like it's like a it's like a reward system yeah, right. that I've built in for myself uh, that includes a nice shower as part of said reward, well, and also a big old scoop of dirt cradle. Yeah, right. yeah, you gotta have. So I'm saying, take dirt. a shower, you get out, you take some dirt, and then like it's uh, I don't know. You're good. It just you're works good to for go. me. And I don't mind yeah. the and I don't mind the sitting in stank part as much as you do. Again, I, it's not that it, it's not that it hits for me because again, obviously, I'm like I'm looking forward to the shower unstanking, uh, right. but it don't deter me from doing anything else. Most of the things that I always have to do are always internet based. The, yeah, know, right. So what does it matter? videos. I made a video, put it out today. They can't smell me in my videos yet. When that day comes, when the internet oh, figures yeah. that out, uh, <laughs> then it, it'll be tougher sledding for me uh, all the way around. But yeah, it for won't now, be they, long. Can't, they can't smell my stank through my videos. So, you know, I just ain't been as worried about it. Anyway, this is the first episode of the most recent batch we recorded, which means we are currently the closest in time to mm-hmm. the episode that we're covering um you know timeline gets real fucky on this show as y'all yeah, are aware like clearing the airs is done the week that the episode comes out the episode has usually been recorded months in advance or it's past us future us present us past future y'all all that shit that comes into play well this week uh we just recorded this episode a week ago, one week yeah. ago tonight. This was the first episode we recorded when Corey flew out here, so um, I that don't mean we remember it. I don't. I know you know. <laughs> you talked about the Black Plague, and I talked about not working. But because we just recorded this batch, Russ, producer Russ, uh, God bless him, hasn't gotten us the. Uh, we weren't. We haven't been able to like listen to the episode. Which I'm sure he would say, yeah, well, you just did them. Do you really need to listen to them to know what you said? And the answer is, yeah, we Absolutely, do. without question. Uh, I had so one we thing. don't really remember exactly what we said in this episode, but we feel like it wasn't anything too wild. So hopefully that's true and we don't get canceled or anybody gets too upset. Well, I had I one thing. about it specifically. <laughs> I had one thing that I wanted to say, which was like it didn't occur to me until after I did. Actually, it didn't occur to me really until Russ sent that we asked Russ we're like what episode do we do and he told us that I was just like man you know people really use our show as an escape from the horrible world and you know maybe they don't want like oh they're hearing politics all day or they're hearing this and that all day and they tune into our show that is not political and is just a, a nice bit of fun escapism and here I am talking about the Black Plague, which there's no way, you know, isn't going to make people 
remember the plague that we just went through. And by just went through, I mean are currently living in, and it seems to be will living in, in perpetuity. So I would like to apologize if anybody was like, oh, this fucking guy, you know? Oh, hell. Surely yeah. not. I mean, never underestimate some people's ability to go, this fucking guy. <laughs> uh, especially on the internet. But like, no, dude, the Black Plague, it's so far removed and like took place when everybody was still fucking letter dumb and math yeah, dumb that's and all kinds true. of just, but, but peasants coughing to death in the mud and nobody's <laughs> like, that was my papa you're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, well, I don't know. Them, no, it's just, I, it feels not real. They were real people, but it don't yeah, right. feel like, it don't feel like you're, and also again, they had the fucking the slipknot doctors and everything like you know like it was just it's why it's its own i think it's fine i think okay. it's totally fine if anybody in 2022 despite the fact that we've just lived through our own plague is like triggered by discussion and you know making light of the black plague then that person does not hit well, and f that's true. That's true. I, I wasn't thinking about it in terms of somebody was actually going to be mad at me, like I'm never listening to this fucking show again. But just somebody that might be like, oh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to skip this fucking week. But of course, the title of the thing was Black Plague, so I guess they, you know, whatever. I just know that I'm tired of talking about the goddamn pandemic. So for me, wow. it was sure wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> sure a lot of them are going to take my whole not working stuff pretty personally too <laughs> yeah. i would assume at least some of them yeah, I, yeah. Uh, pretty sure but, I, I only ever implied that not working hits which it does so yeah. i did i didn't get I, on no lazy welfare queen tip or nothing that's not no my you style. no you did not because we don't believe that but uh no right. i did find it refreshing to talk about a, a past plague you know that was that was neat, and finding the areas in which, of course, uh, this plague and that one differed. But then, I mean, several times talking about how, like, Jesus Christ, we're just as dumb now. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. Oh, it was a fun episode. I genuinely, this last batch of episodes that we just shot, granted, I guess every single time we shoot a new batch, I go, this was our best batch yet, and that's how it should be. But, like, I feel like we had some real bangers, and y'all should be excited for this upcoming, uh, quote, season. Of a lot of the topics that I picked inadvertently, and you'll see this as the weeks go on, but a lot of the topics I picked inadvertently led me back to some of the same ground. Like, we really talked about rich kids being sorry a lot in yes, a lot we did. of different episodes because it just kept coming up. And right. I would have, like... If I'd have foreseen that, I probably would have split it up a little more in terms of, like, uh, you know, subject matter. I felt like I just ended up uh, back in the same general place, which is that uh, rich kids are sorry yeah, right. uh, throughout a lot of these episodes, <laughs> yeah. despite the topic, uh, the ostensible topic at hand. Um, but, yeah, we still was hitting, though, and having a good time oh, with dude. it. So. It was a blast. Well, speaking of hitting, you want me to get to some, uh, some airmail? Yeah. Of course, yes. the airmail, uh, we can be found at puttingonairs at gmail.com, and we got like a 100 emails just after our last episode, so that's pretty sweet, and I'd like to start by reading uh, this one from Rebecca Minich. The subject line is, having someone else raise your kids, uh, ETC, clearing the airs. 
Dear Corey and Trey, first of all, I absolutely love both you guys. You are both insanely hilarious, and I have been telling all my friends. Appreciate that. That Thank said, <laughs> that said, I found the clearing the air segment almost funnier than the main part of having someone else raise your kids and learn and the Lord Mountbatten episode. All due respect to the you should never have to explain a joke principle, somehow when Corey does it, it comes off as funny or even funnier than the original joke. Have you considered recording a clear in the air segment for an episode that, in fact, never happened? In other words, doing a bit consistently, uh, consisting yeah. entirely of apologies, disclaimers, and clarifications alluding yeah. to outrageous and wild shit, uh, while have while sending fans scrambling online to find the non-existent original material. I think it could totally hit. All, although it would be hard to top Corey coming straight out of the gate with. I did not mean to defend ISIS. Yeah. <laughs> Lo love y'all. P.S. Yeah. Lord Mountbatten was a cunt. All right. It's, uh, that's a tremendous idea. We were just talking the other day during recording about how April Fool's kind of sort of didn't hit for us. Yeah. Like, that's a really good April Fool's idea. It is. Uh, I think. It's also and just a funny idea. But, right. But and hopefully... It, but, my thing with it is, I think that's a great idea and it's super funny, but it would also hit real hard and make people, people would be like, oh, I got to hear this fucking episode. Yeah, right, exactly. And then yeah. when the episode doesn't actually exist, then that's going to be a bummer. That's going to be know? a huge bummer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree with everything they said, though. Yeah, I do too. Um, subject line names, this is from Steve Zanussi, hi there. Yesterday I was listening to you guys talk about dogs inheriting stuff, and some dog you mentioned had I've... <laughs> yeah. God a, damn it, I love what we the do. intelligentsia over here. <laughs> putting on air. <laughs> I'll talk about dogs inheriting stuff. I was listening to you guys talk about dogs inheriting stuff, and some dog you mentioned had IV after his name. That made uh -huh. me think about how fancy people like to serialize their children's names, like maybe uh, Hardison, Wadsworth, Covington Third, or something like that. But then a lot of rednecks I know like to name their kids after themselves, too. I know a bunch of folks who go by their middle names because their first name is their dad's, or they go by Junior or Jr. I was working with a guy named Daniel uh, who named both of his kids Daniel, and he said his wife could call them to dinner by going, Daniel? I know George Foreman liked to name his kids George, too. I always thought that was so self-indulgent. I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Steve Z Oh, Steve's. Oh, he signed it Steve Zucchini. I guess that's his nickname. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you remember or not. Uh, and I also, I don't remember whether it was on mic or off, but we talked about all of this just yeah, like right. three days ago. I thought we had... Because because and I think it's on the episode, so I'm just gonna tease it. So this what maybe so well, Steve Stevie Zucchini will keep listening. Mm -hmm. uh, and if it's not on the episode, that don't hit. Uh, but I think it is. <laughs> we got a special guest of sorts coming up in a few episodes, uh, which poses the very question that you're talking about. Yes. Um, it, the fourth. It's some, yeah. it's someone, someone. The fourth. The fourth. Yeah. They, they show up in the show, and then uh, then we talk about all that. Uh, yeah. But basically, yeah, you're right. I, I just remember saying it's like 
yeah, but there ain't no Cooter the Fourth out there. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That's the only line that I remember from it. Again, really hope it's in the actual episode, or we'll just have to do another, you know, and clearing the errors, we'll just have to explain <laughs> how we got that wrong. Yeah. But it's a good point, and it oddly just came up between the two of us just the other day while recording. I, so, yeah, yeah I, th- I thought that it had. I just couldn't remember when. Um, subject line, an anecdote and a related question, and they have actually uh, – told me that they would prefer if I keep their name uh not I was going to say out of my mouth but they didn't mean it in that type of way they just don't want me to say who they were were on this email um hi Trey and Corey during last week's clear in the airs I had to laugh when y'all posited that listeners who are experts on things must have a fit when y'all get shit wrong uh I don't know that I'm an unimpeachable authority on anything but I am a high school history teacher and one day I did get a couple of weird looks when I was out for a run while listening to history with Professor Cho in my earbuds and I just yelled no <laughs> at something he said but usually y'all get at least the main points correct uh i should also add that y'all have worked your way into my ap u.s history class in the first few days of this school years with me using the phrase y'all us when talking about how the british viewed the colonies and then and then saying that in colonial (laughs) and then saying that in colonial salem Witches don't hit for them. (laughs) (laughs) They don't hit for them. Anyway, the main reason I'm writing, an anecdote related to last week's episode and a related question. When I listened to the segment about having someone else raise your kids, I was reminded of something that happened very early in my teaching career about 15 years ago um, that I'd forgotten about. A senior girl in my class whose parents were both uh, preachers in those righteous gemstone-type churches in town had, had gotten pregnant in her sophomore year and had a baby. I was teaching in a pretty affluent suburban area, so this was not a trash thing like y'all talked about, and it was pretty rare for the girls at our school to get knocked up. Anyways, by the time I taught this girl, her son was about two, and she would occasionally bring him to school functions and stuff, but, and here's where it goes a little sideways for me, she told us one day that even though uh, I and her classmates and all her teachers and even the people in her church knew that this little boy was her son, the boy thought that she was was her older sister and that her parents were also his parents. Now, I was kind of horrified by this at the time, figured that the kid was headed just for a whole bunch of therapy when he was older and uh, figured it out, especially when he discovered that everyone else except for him knew what the deal actually was. So my question, when the teenage mom is transformed into the cool hot aunt in these trash towns, as y'all put it, is it an ugly secret within the family that just gets covered up? Or is it like this girl and her kid and everyone's in on it except for him in some kind of fucked up Truman Show type situation? Anyway, love the podcast. Look forward to it every week so I can listen to it on my long runs. Keep it up and can't wait to see y'all on tour again one of these days. Uh, You want to take that one, Trey? Uh, I mean, I feel like it could be either or. Generally Mm -hmm. speaking, I, I think like the times I ever heard of something like that, it was like a deal where... I mean, same like everybody knew it, except right. parties involved, but it, but nobody said it out loud either. You know, it's like a dirty little secret type thing, right. but but that everybody knew. I, 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 I figure it's rarely like in Chinatown where, like, nobody knows. Yeah, uh, right, you know. right, right, right. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, the but, one we, you know, one in of, my experience in these small towns, like especially there's, it's like somebody being gay, you know, right. in town. It's like you just don't talk about it, exactly, like, type of thing. Yeah, the one, the one instance. Well, there's a couple instances, but the one instance I know where the girl ended up finding out, we two also found out at the same time. We meaning the kids. I'm certain that there were some parents that were like, "Hey, don't you think that probably, you know." But like we, you know, it wasn't like everybody was just like, don't tell Charlene or it'll fuck her up. So, yeah, that was my experience. Um, and the last one here <laughs> from Jeff Harrison, subject line, half speed. On the Raise Your Kids oh, episode, <laughs> on the Raise Your Kids episode, you mentioned listening in half speed. Me and my <laughs> wife did that, as you mentioned it. Just so happened to be at the Blue Chew commercial, and my God, that is hilarious. That would be a good outro run for the episode. But love you guys. Super funny and a damn good watch. I can't recommend it enough. Keep it up, guys. Jeff. Yeah, that had to be get your wiener yeah. good. Yeah. Get you a new dick. I've sent. I went back and listened to us on half speed uh, too after we talked about that because I'd done it before on the Well Read podcast, and I thought surely this isn't going to be as funny to me as it was then. Uh -huh. And dude, like, I don't. I've listened to things in half speed because there's that feature on Audible, and like I fuck with it from time to time, just wondering how this person would sound you know, slowed down or whatever, never is it as funny as when it's us. Like, no, no one's voice is changed so much and becomes infinitely more stupid when slowed down to half speed than us. Oh, yeah, 100% agreed. I mean, it is... Yeah, because uh, we just be dumb and sound dumb and all that. We do, we do be. Well, thank you all for... Uh, Thank you all for uh, the emails uh, here at puttingonairs at gmail.com. Of course, we didn't have time to get to them all this week, but we're going to try and try and try our best. We just can't be on here for two hours. So uh, we appreciate y'all and leave us a five-star review and tell your friends we sure would appreciate you. Would have. <laughs> okay, bye, Trey.